Support for Troy Public Radio comes from Sunshine Behavioral Medicine, providing specialized psychiatric treatments of bipolar disorders and PTSD. More information at sunshine2000.com. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. Next week, Montgomery's Cloverdale Playhouse is presenting an imagined sequel to one of the world's most famous plays. Sam Wooten, artistic director of the Cloverdale Playhouse, joins us by Skype with the story of Ibsen's A Doll's House and playwright Lucas Nath's A Doll's House Part Two. Sam Wooten, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. You have a landmark play coming up at the Cloverdale Playhouse that really speaks to today, even though it was written in the late 1800s. What is it? So it's based on the Henrik Ibsen play that was written in 1879. This imagines the lives of those characters from Ibsen's masterpiece some 15 years after the very dramatic events that he gave the world back then. And Lucas Nath is the playwright of A Doll's House Part Two which uh, debuted with much acclaim on Broadway back in 2016, and we have the great opportunity now to produce it here in Montgomery at the Cloverdale Playhouse. Part two reimagines that family drama, finishes the drama, and it applies to today. Can you explain all of that between both plays? Uh, if any of your audience members had to deal with the Ibsen play, uh, as I did and, and many others in uh, perhaps high school English class or maybe a freshman college dramatic literature, this play, which happens to be one of the most produced shows in the world, Ibsen's A Doll's House, it is second only to Shakespeare in terms of the amount of times that it has been produced. What Ibsen did in A Doll's House in 1879 was imagine the life of a young wife and mother who is feeling the pressure of society to conform to a certain level of involvement in her community, in her home, but without much support. The idea that she is confined to a very narrow role, and when she wants more, she finds herself just batted down left and right and never able to fully assume who she is, even though she has done things. She has created small opportunities for herself by supporting her husband, perhaps sometimes in ways that might be at the edges of what was legal, maybe when he was sick or in her own business dealings, and in doing so, jeopardized the nice, quiet family life that her husband wants for them. So when it all comes to a head, she is confronted with the fact that she doesn't have that support and she's not able to have the world work the way that she imagines it it should. And so she's going to go out and figure that out. So, Sam, what was then her next step? Um, She leaves her husband. She leaves her young children behind. And this was shocking. When it first debuted, the audiences around Europe were in an uproar. Uh, People were walking out of the theater. They were storming the streets and railing against this show. But, of course, that just made more and more people want to see it. So it was quite popular back in 1879 when it first made its premiere. And then 
People have discussed it in terms of what it means for the feminist movement, for just women asserting themselves in society, in their homes and, and beyond. So that's sort of where we pick up with Lucas Nath's play. He had rather brazenly imagined, he says as a joke, what if he took a play like A Doll's House and were to go ahead and follow that up with the characters sometime later and see where they are now and what kinds of stories they still have to tell because they have lived such a life beyond what even Ibsen could have imagined. And so from that was the seed of this idea that 15 years later, there's a knock at the door. Nora has come back through the same door she left everyone, and she needs something. And so that's where the play starts, and we get to experience Nora coming back uh, in a surprising fashion. I think a lot of folks would not expect her to have had the 15 years that she's been absent past the way that they did. And we have the very unique opportunity for each one of the characters left in the household to be able to have their say, tell Nora what her leaving did to them, what the impact of her exodus, her grand epiphany, and what it meant, not just for her, but the fallout as it affected each individual member. So it's, it's a really special piece. One of the characters is the daughter, yeah. who's now 15 years older, and what did her mother's leaving do to her? In other words, this play that Lucas Nath did is really about the impact of the power of choice, what that choice meant to that family. So it's fascinating to see that thought carried through from one play to another. This is actually going to be on the main stage of the Cloverdale Playhouse a week from now, right? That's correct. Yes, we open on February the 16th, and the show runs through the 26th. We have eight performances, Thursday through Saturday at 7 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. Yeah, so lots of opportunities for folks to come out and catch the show, and I, I hope everybody will. I love the theme of the Cloverdale Playhouse season, bridge building, empathy, and understanding. The other plays that you have coming up, do they support that theme? Yeah, so we're very fortunate that long before my tenure here at the Playhouse, the previous artistic directors had conceived of the idea of an artistic committee where we take members from the community to come in. We all read plays together. We discuss their merits. We discuss what might benefit the community, the Playhouse, in telling these stories. And so with this past year's committee, they chose a series of shows based on this simple idea I put forward to them about how the power of theater, especially coming out of the last several years that we've had, uh, the levels of division and isolation that we felt, it seemed important to use the power of theater to bring people back together and to practice caring about one another again. And so we open with The Doll's House Part 2, and then we move on to our spring show. It's a musical called Next to Normal a wonderful piece about a mother going through some mental health difficulties and the effects that it has on her family and how everybody heals and grows together. And then our summer production is typically our children's show. This year, we're producing A Little Princess by Frances Hodgson Burnett. It's a great story. Many of your audience may know her as the author 
of The Secret Garden. This is in a similar vein that tells a wonderful story about a young girl. She has to go to a school where she has to hopefully bring a lot of other little girls and neighbors and everybody together just through the power of her goodwill by seeking to help them all understand one another. I do want to acknowledge that the Cloverdale Playhouse offers wonderful special events as well as educational opportunities for both adults and children. This is great. So for further information, how would your listeners find out more? Yeah, so the best thing you can do is just to log on to our website. We've got every single bit of information you could hope to want to explore about the Playhouse at cloverdaleplayhouse.org. We also have a strong presence on social media, so if you follow Facebook or Instagram or, or Twitter or any of that, you'll find us there. Final question. The sequel to A Doll's House, this is part two we're talking about and have talked about earlier. Who is it suitable for as far as the audience? Well, I will just say we do have a content advisory on our website, so people can explore a little bit of that. But we like to say because this one has some language and some themes that may be a little bit much, we like to cap it at about age 14. But if anybody does have any concerns, just check out our website. We'll put as much information on there as we can so people can make an educated decision about what might be appropriate for them and their family. I want to thank you for your visit by Skype today. Absolutely. Thank you, Carolyn, so much. It's a joy to be with you. Joining us by Skype, from Montgomery's Cloverdale Playhouse was Artistic Director Sam Wooten. More information about the entire season can be found at the website cloverdaleplayhouse.org. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio. Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change.